0: Hi Matthew, welcome to episode 84 of the Performance Advantage podcast with myself, Dr. Will O'Connor, and yourself, Dr. Matt Miller. It's a bit weird because we're standing here, sitting here in person, right? Yeah, You've moved here. We haven't done an in-person podcast in a long time. Yeah, so episode 84, AI coaching is what we want to talk about. So Matt and myself are both PhD sports scientists, and Matt is aka MTB PhD creator and founder of BrakeAce, the brake sensor and software for monitoring braking on mountain bikes, successfully funded on Kickstarter and launching early next year. Myself, I'm a ultra endurance athlete and specialize in running and triathlon. Along with our coaching businesses, Matt and I run online courses using sports science to train more effectively, as well as power meters for running and mountain biking. So check those out on our website. Okay, Matt, there's been, I've seen on my Instagram feed a lot more of these AI coaching things. Yeah. What do you think? Um, Let's get it out there straight away. What do I think? Oh, I, I guess I think they're rubbish. Really? Yeah. Well, yes and, yes and no, but it is, I think, just straight off, it's like, The dream of a lot of, especially sports scientists, I think, more so than your your bread and butter, like, coach on the ground, feet on the ground, like coaches who are one-on-one with athletes, looking at how they live and breathe every day. You know, we're talking about Olympic programs and really full-time professional teams, collegiate sports. When we're thinking about you and I, like, online, you know, predominantly we're online coaching um, off, like not in person, You're like man, there's there's all this these concepts that we utilize, uh, depending on how who the athlete is, what characteristics they have. If we could some way optimize that and um, automize it. Uh, automize? Uh, word, we uh, could
1: automize anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, automate. Yeah. If we can automate it, then... Then we're going to be able to provide like a, a, a scalable and I guess like low cost coaching approach to to writing a
1: training plan yeah but don't forget high quality like that that's this is why ai coaching doesn't fully exist in large scale now right because we want to make sure that it's good quality and like I think like the Nike app does some sort of coaching Even, you know, that it'll like look at your runs and it'll say, do this run tomorrow or something. Am I making that up? Yeah,
0: well, we should, so if we, for the...
1: Should we define what AI... Yeah, for the topic of this, I guess it's
0: like being able to, AI coaching, artificial intelligence coaching is at the basic level, yeah, you input some some data, some historical data, uh, and then the system, the AI... Gives you a training plan based off of what it thinks you are capable of and your end goal. So those are generally the the basic metrics you'll put in. You like I can run, you know, a ten k in fifty minutes, and I can train three days a week, and I have a half marathon in twelve weeks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. That sounds great. So you <laughs> get then you get your training plan. Then you get your training plan. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have to talk to anyone. Nope. Okay, And with, like, the Nike app, you don't even have to
0: pay anything. It's free.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe we don't tell it (laughs) because we still offer one-on-one coaching. I'm a real person. But, well, I'll just get it out there now. I think it's going to happen. It's definitely, I think, uh, like a computer is going to coach us for sure. Yeah. In the future. I don't know how soon in the future. I know, like, um, there are a lot of different platforms being worked on right now from really bright and experienced coaches now
0: yeah and scientists and like they're collaborating on on developing these systems and i think like ai is here right we're gonna have self-driving cars it's it's the future it's smarter than us yeah but in terms of a a training plan especially our audience base i think when you because if you look at um your uh, what do we call them? like novice beginner? They they're generally just looking for a plan. Yeah, like they don't should I run twice a day? Should I, should I mountain bike every single day? Should I do 30 minute like? I've got no idea. So just giving them a template is that fits their schedule and is not outrageous, you know, it can like at least interpret some of their um, some of those parameters compared to getting a PDF plan and trying to run those interpretations yourself. Like, your plan, your free plan on your website, like incredibly popular, but you still... There's no AI there. It's saying you've got the, whatever, seven days of the week and you prioritise them. Yeah. So then the individual has to go... Has to ignore the really cool-looking ones that yeah. are priority, like, six, yeah. and actually do the... You know, so now you're presenting someone with your, when there's too much
1: choice there. In a way, but so it's like the first step before having a computer do it for you, right? So you get seven days, and this is if you were training to get the most out of yourself and you had this many days to train, you would do this each day, right? So you have this to do that day, this to do the next. Every single day has something in there. Yeah, You know, some is rest, but not everyone has seven days. So instead, you might have three days. So if you only have three days to train, you have to go in yourself. You have to go into that plan and say, I'm going to do this one, P1, P2, P3. And they're on the appropriate days that they should be. Um, But it's up to you to kind of set that and then you kind of know what to do. If it was a computer doing it, the only difference would be you would input how many days you have. I only have three days. Okay, computer, beep, boop, 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 beep. (laughs) It spits out this plan for you, and it looks a little bit differently because you don't have all these things that I get this FOMO like you're missing out. potentially. But that would be easy-ish. I don't have the time to do it. It would be easy-ish to set up just like a quick calculator on my website, right? How many days do you have to train? Okay, cool. Um, what are you training for? Okay, cool. Then we'll work back from the date that your event is. Do you not even have an event? Do you just want to get fitter? Okay, cool. Beep, beep, boop, boop. And then it spits out the plan because that's exactly what I do as a coach, right? Ah, you just like,
0: so this, so that is the concept. Yes. But it's so oversimplified because you go, because I tried, I tried making an algorithm just to help me, uh, uh, just in Excel, Right when, I'm, when I was making these my training peaks plans, I was like, I need, I need a formula to, to kind of, you know, I don't want to make every single base phase all aerobic runs. You know, like in, if we're looking at running, we need to spice it up a bit. So how do we, what kind of selection base do we have based off of anyway? So, but you go and you're like, all right, I've got three days. Now your three days is gonna look a little different when you've got, only got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, so now I'm gonna select Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. The three days I was gonna say, you know, the AI was gonna say, beep, beep boop. here's your three
1: days. You're like, oh, well, I wouldn't put those three days in a row. Like, that's too challenging. But that's just another constraint of training, right? If you have a Monday, Wednesday, Friday to train, it is a lot different than if you have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday to train. And that's just a constraint that you've planned for when you're building the program that would do this. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you.
0: But we, you got, like, because you're one of those rides would be a long GERT ride. Yeah. But then if you've only got one hour, if you only got one hour Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then what do you select? You know, so then there's a an, an additional variable within the algorithm. Yeah. 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 And, and then and then what
1: happens when you miss a workout? Which one do you miss? I think this is all stuff that can be planned for. When I log into YouTube, um, I don't even know if I have to log in. It just knows where I live. <laughs> and it just like is listening to me and reading my mind. It gives me what I want to see. Like, it already knows. It just doesn't go so far as to say, like, automatically play a video because it knows I want it. But all the ones on there is pretty close. Like, I'm going to pick one to watch. It's just,
0: it's so different because you're, that's not trying to create a, a better physical specimen. It's no, just trying it's, to entertain
1: you. It's for, trying to get for the for like, most out of me, isn't like, it?
0: Eyeballs. It's trying to keep you concentrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trying to get the most out of me, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's trying to—it's trying to have you concentrate, like trying to hold someone's attention. is very different than trying to get someone to perform optimally in twelve weeks. Okay, at, at so an event.
1: all right, cool.
0: But so, yeah, you're right. Like those algorithms, like those must be ridiculously
1: complex. Okay, so if you could outline then the process that you go through when you're building someone's training, how would it look? Well, this is the thing. I've tried
0: to do this, right. And a lot of these systems have, so you've got, I've tried them out. You've got the basic, the, the basic ones. You go, I've got, yeah, your, your three days a week, and I've got these days, and can you run long, you know, or can you go long in, in, in the weekend or yeah, day? Um. So I have, because I have a questionnaire when someone signs up to get coaching.
1: Cool. So you fill out the questionnaire. Yeah. And you say, okay, well, like, this is, like, exactly what we did when we, we built the plan for Steve. Like, still want to our most popular episodes where we asked Steve how many days he had and yep. what his events were. Right? Yeah. So what did we do as the coaches? Well after we knew like we knew like I guess we'd call it his constraints. Yeah. We
0: interpreted his constraints yeah. to go through to make the the plan. Yes. To fit as optimally as possible.
1: Yeah. And like we did. That's exactly what we did. And we have, like, patterns that we, we use, right? And we discuss those patterns. Yeah. Like, well, this group, like, we know Steve rides with his friends on the weekend, and he goes slightly too hard.
0: How do and, you How do you account for that? How do you, like, because we know that, right? And yes. especially if you work with someone one-on-one, I guess we, we'll remove it from one-on-one. We won't, we're not, one-on-one coaching is different. Okay, we're going to say, like, uh, one of my most popular services is, like, a consultation and a plan. And so it's like, they could reuse that plan for another marathon, triathlon, whatever, but they get to talk to me, and we we get a vibe and an introduction to the person, their constraints, their family, when their holidays are. So I guess if I start out... Um, on my website, it's actually six steps to writing a successful training plan. Yeah. So if we just kind of went through those, it's like you 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 work backwards, right? Put in all the stuff that's going to constrain you because in two weeks, there's a wedding on so you can't train. You Like you put all that stuff in and then you go, well, where, where are you at now? Right? So you need to know, you know, does this athlete train 10 hours a week or three? Because okay? that's clearly going to dictate how much you're going to be able to give them. Yep. And then uh, what's their experience level as well? Like, have they done the the event or the distance or something before? Because you, see, this is the part, right? You need to incorporate some specificity for the event. Because if you're doing an uh, enduro or cross-country mountain bike race, and then there's you just got road riding in there, you know, like flat riding, how are they going to? How you know you you know this is going to be a rocky terrain. It's or you know it's going to be raining because it's the middle of winter. So they they need to they need to practice. I don't know, maybe getting off their bike on the steep climbs because it's like twenty percent steep stuff that's going to be slippery. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we, we think about that stuff, right? We're like, oh, well, that's well, win when, when's your race. Which and then do you know anything about it? And they're like, oh, yeah, last year I did it. Man, I was so far back that we ended up just walking for the first, you know, the first climb, and I know that there's a howling gale on the top of the ridge, and so it was like impossible to drink anything.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Everything, basically everything you said, like some of that sounds a lot more challenging than others. Yeah. But a computer could do that, right? A computer can look at your past performance, right? 'Cause that's what we do. We got like sometimes you have to really So a computer in. can
0: definitely do that. You can like training Peaks already if you log in, you go to training peaks, you upload
1: um it says upload historical data and it'll say this is your threshold. Okay, that part's done because yeah. what, once you have your threshold, then any workout um can be built with the training peaks workout builder and that kind of adjusts to your threshold based on the workouts that we set. Right. We well set if you as have your certain...
0: threshold you can have your zones. Yeah.
1: So then you have your zones, you have your workouts because we build our workouts by zones. Okay, so that part, that part's good to go. Right? That's the we easy,
0: just... like it's, it's so, you know, people have been training for triathons, marathons, mountain bike events. They've been training for endurance. The, the fundamentals of endurance science training like uh, are well-established. So you know there needs to be this much zone three, and this this all of this stuff. So you can they, the planning part's kind of, in in terms of just putting the workouts on a week, yeah, can be can be done. Yes, but it's the adjustments.
1: Yeah, I, that, the, it is a challenge. The individualization. So, but the individualization comes with the planning, right? Because that's what we do too like I look at what how many days someone has available what they need to do kind of their past um, their past challenges and their competitions look at that we, we there's obviously a lot of things to consider to get a, like a whole big picture of an athlete and what they need the most um but with the right program a computer could do what I do the only thing, the only thing, and this is where I see the huge difference. Like a computer can build a plan, a computer can change your plan. Can't do it now, um, as far as I'm aware, to like a really, really, really high level. But the, only, the one thing a computer can't do and probably won't be able to do, unless you like really believe in science fiction and you've seen the movie Her with, um, what's the guy that played Johnny oh, Cash? Yeah, you know? yeah. You're welcome. Joaquin yeah, you're Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So great movie. Uh, where the computer was his lover, basically. And, uh, you know, that's that's one thing that a human offers with an athlete. Um, Because beyond a certain point, um, training is not too different between athletes. Um, You know, if you're training for the Olympics in cross-country mountain biking, you're probably training pretty similar to the person that got 10th. You know, if you're winning and they got 10 through probably training pretty similar. Yeah. Right? Uh, but they all have different coaches. And the one thing that a computer won't be able to do there and this is what the individual coaches do is they offer that one-on-one support. And that at the highest level, that's what a coach ends up being, is a support person. So with the, the pros, especially when we work with them, a lot of what our job is, is just to be like a, a really good friend. And a really understanding and compassionate to the really tough job that they're doing.
0: Yeah, especially when you think about competition,
1: you know, oh, because yeah. you
0: you'll have you'll know, you know that that lady has has been right there or thereabouts with with your athlete, and she's she's going, oh, you know, how, what's she gonna do in the race? Like what is, you, So you got to talk around that. That's more of a competitive person who would probably have a one-on-one coach we're going back a little bit part of where ai coaching is now and you um talk about you know everyone's training kind of the same at at the top level and and when we start to take a step back and we're looking at your weekend warrior they're not all training the same all like coaches are going to approach their time the athletes time constraints in very different ways but some people are going to go we're we're going all in on high intensity interval training yeah, that's what we're going to utilize. Other people are going to use some periodization, like we, we'll do training camp, big weekend stuff. uh We're going to we're going to predominantly focus on on strength or whatever it is. At the moment, we AI coaching. We've got the the basics, which is going to put your plan together. Then we've got these kind of heart rate variability apps that are trying, not necessarily trying, they they are. In, interpreting your fatigue levels based off of your parasympathetic and sympathetic inputs trying to have a look at your hormonal balance right as to interpret that and infer how you may be absorbing your training and how you're recovering and how you're recovering now the problem i see here is and what i've experienced in some of the Platforms that I've used is uh, and anyone who's used, especially runners who have used their Garmin, it says unproductive training status, productive, yeah, and um, VO two max or plateau or detraining has all these this terminology that is and what it's what it's based off is, okay, you did three hundred watts at one hundred and forty heart rate, Well, you normally do this you know 340 watts at 139 but now so now you're you're overtraining like you your heart your power's lower and your heart rate's higher now there can be a myriad of reasons that that's happened and then what these programs do is they immediately change tomorrow right or if your heart rate variability after 2 days suggests that uh, has decreased, and so your the heart rate variability measures the variance between beats, which uh, uh, identifies the relationship between your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems, which shows that you are yeah either over under stimulated, and once you exist outside of kind of a range, it shows that something is not homeostatic, right? So even so when you that can happen pretty quickly but i remember saying this to you when i was trying out one of these platforms i was like ah i just want to like get into my training for three weeks
1: yeah that would be annoying how annoying tomorrow it's changed yeah
0: and then the day after now like so what am i what am i supposed to do was i doing 10 of these or
1: yeah but as coaches we don't even like to change our athletes training like day to day either
0: so no, not only like it's drastic and they've got yeah. on messenger, they've messaged you, rung you up or there's like a clear comment and training peaks cooked or like couldn't couldn't do it and we need to you know we utilize like the six boats of writing training or the five pillars of you know training analysis and and we can we can then move forward very fine
1: like with a very finite change. There. so okay so maybe you only you, we wouldn't change it unless there's a problem like um, we notice some issue with the training consistently right so we might stick with a block definitely we're going to do this three week block before we have a recovery week if your heart rate is uh, slightly too high on this workout in the start of the third week it's probably okay uh, so we'll actually just leave that block to be the same right so that's something we do Computer. Computer can do that, right? So that process is is a process that a computer could, could also do as an added constraint. It would be extremely complicated to say, we have all these constraints that we need to place on these people's training. But even if you like just talk about it as a computer would uh, follow logic, computer could do that, right? What do you mean, computer? You could set the computer to um, to not have to change your training based on in this three week block, right? So you have to get through this three week block. That's just an additional constraint. Even if your um, heart rate variability is way out of whack, or you m- missed um, a workout, or your power was slightly too low. We're sticking with this three three week block, no matter what. That's something a, a computer could do. Yeah. It doesn't have to change it every day. And actually the fact that it changes your training every day now is just a bit annoying. Like no one wants to deal with that. But that could be a constraint. You only change you plan the next block after this block or something like that, right? Yeah,
0: I now that I'm now that I think about it more, probably what you'd want is not so much AI coaching, AI learning. Machine learning, yeah. Machine learning right so you could someone like training Peaks could have um, or today's plan um, final surge any of these platforms would have more of a like tracking what a coach is doing for some of these inputs yeah right because you're going to be able to, if you if you set it up so that you knew the 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 um, the machine learning was was tracking you and you had to identify the athlete as blah 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 and then you maybe even had a, a those questions like why are you why is this this is what i've predicted what would you do now yeah and you're like well that's that's far too demanding based off of what um yesterday like, okay so then it
1: then it learns mm. uh that's it. This is actually. I wonder what the privacy policy is with something like Training Peaks. Like I'm sure they just have access to all. They do have yeah, access yeah. to all our plans, yeah. right? Yeah, Because our training plans are sold on their platform. Yeah, it's basically their product that we made. Yeah. Um, I man, what a, what a great model because um, they now have everyone's training plan. They know what coaches do to plan. They know how coaches are changing things. They can also. Um, somehow scrape the data in the communication in the comments, you know, between the coach and the athletes a little bit, that'd be very yeah. difficult, but wow, they have access to such great information that they could just be building these platforms with. Well, they also have the, uh,
0: the athlete data, like so you can have a look at training, even just at the most basic level, what is your weekly time and heart rate zones? Yeah. Okay, so, zone one through thousand whatever zones you're using and then what was your if you if you and then what was your marathon time okay well everyone who trained and it wasn't this age group and trained you know 80 percent zone two for 80 kilometers a week or like 50 miles a week finished between three hours and three hours thirty I don't know what that even
1: tells you, though. Like you know, because you don't know how it's made up. But yeah. Yes. I mean, it sounds like you're becoming. It's, it's kind of growing on you this concept. <laughs> uh, you're convincing yourself. <laughs> no, see, this is but this is. Uh, I know it's the it, it can work, but the thing
0: is, at the moment, one uh, another big downfall now that we're talking about training peaks is training peaks isn't doing it. Right. So people exist on some platforms, Strava. Definitely. Yeah. Training Peaks. Uh, yeah. You know. Final Surge. Sports Tracks. Um, today's Plan. They they have their system that their coach is going to be able to. Even um, some people work within just the Garmin one, but they are all the ones that, aren't. I'm guessing for whatever reason it's what's well, not in their business to. The coaching platforms. Yeah. Coaching analytic platforms. It's not in their best interest to, have people to eliminate the need for coaches. Yeah. But So then you have to now use some other service, right? So now there's another app. There's another thing with another language trying to tell you what to do that doesn't integrate as well as these other
1: systems. Yeah, Yeah, but that's just kind of how it goes. And the biggest companies will still continue to own um, and to be ahead of the curve compared to everyone else. But it's a bit like accounting. Like back in the day, like you That is an
0: incredible.
1: Yeah. You definitely need an an accountant to like do your books. But now, I don't know what platforms everyone else is using for their accounting. Um, but you know, we use Xero, which is huge, huge yep. company. So, Xero
0: and MYOB.
1: Oh yeah. And so are they selling? international or Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cuz Xero's um the guy that founded it is from New Zealand. Yeah. Um, But like back in the day, like you needed like that person in your corner, otherwise you couldn't do your accounting. Now you just do it on zero. And it does take like quite a bit of input and it's gotten to the point where for me, it's just a real big pain because-
0: You need an accountant.
1: No, I don't. It gets too
0: complicated. See, for me, starting off, I had a couple of athletes and I had a couple of expenses. You know, now with the amount of, with these, like all the things that I do around my business, it's too complicated. we got international contracts, like it's, it's too complicated. And because I've,
1: I've like scaled up, right. I've gone from a weekend warrior to a, a pro. Yeah. So, so zero did like a lot of the heavy lifting, just like training peaks did a lot of the heavy lifting. You know, 10 years ago when I was coaching, I was using Google calendars. I was just using Excel. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) It was pretty bad, and like obviously things have gotten better, and now we can have we have our our workouts that we always use, and it's very easy for us to access and tailor to someone specifically. This zero did a lot of that heavy lifting, just like Training Peaks did, and like that's a big jump. And the next logical jump is computer. Please do everything. Beep boop boop. It's done. (laughs) Right, and it' not we're not there yet, and I think there will be a time when we don't need an accountant because it's just logic, mm, and the accountant is following all that same logic. So now, it's really different when you have like a question, and maybe you're trying to um, get the highest tax return possible, and the computer's like, "Well, actually, I'm trying to follow the rules as closely as possible," <laughs> but uh, you you hit up. Um, your accountant and they're like, ah yeah well okay yeah, how big's your home <laughs> office yeah. So, yeah so because you can't have
0: like your accountant gray area yeah and that's the same with the 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 need for a coach yeah and that the other thing where ai coaching it is in no way immediately gonna make coaches redundant is someone needs to make these ai things yeah Right, so if it's machine learning that's different no one needs to specifically make it it will learn how to do it itself well
1: someone has to build build the machine build the model right and then they'll use that machine learning model to create the artificial intelligence and it could it's probably something that could change as it goes and it just like a constant evolution but it'd um, be... but it, it's not going to replace that personal thing so if you're say an olympic athlete um or, Are you ever going to, like, if you are are Google, right, and you are trying to evade all these taxes, you're not going to use zero (laughs) in in 10 years to help you evade all your taxes. Like, you need someone in your corner. Just like an Olympic athlete is going to need someone in their corner, a real person that knows, you know, some of these tricks of the trade. Like, do do I really need to drink beetroot juice two hours (laughs) before my event? Do I, If I brush my teeth, is that actually going to affect... The uh, conversion from dietary nitrate to nitrate. Well, I don't know. You need to slot. So you need someone. You, you're you not going to have the your um, tricky, famous, uh, smart training program do that for you. You're going to need someone in your corner. So what about
0: you've got a 12... Um, i got 12-week plans. you got 12 week plan. what if a 12-week plan. Whatever week plan. AI versus... Well thought out, ready made, you know, based off of your knowledge and experience, and uh, let's say detailed descriptions on the workouts, versus your basic, basic off the shelf. Would you think there would be a performance difference at the end? So you've got your your standard weekend warrior. We're going four four days is is generally. Pretty standard, four days per week, and they've just got they've just got something off. Um, my my mate, he was, no, this yeah, my friend was like, I want to do a half marathon. It's like, oh, I got this cool plan off of uh, the Nike Run app. Yeah. Right, and he's and I was like, oh, can I have a look at that? Like, this is just his thirty minute run. You know, uh, like <laughs> there, there's nothing there's nothing else here. Like, there's no okay. I was like, as a sports scientist. I was like, oh. It's offensive. <laughs> yeah, We're, you can't just thirty minute run. This is ridiculous. And uh, and then it was just that's just how it, how it went. There's no there's no yeah. pace. And I think I think potentially in the weekend he might have had like race pace or something like that. Okay. Or whatever.
1: But, you can do better. But um,
0: but would that versus something I've written? And and this athlete's got they're both going to be twelve weeks. They're both ready made. They're both for four days a week. Would it like? Would it be much different?
1: Uh, potentially long term. I think yes. Yeah.
0: I think. I think. The... I, th- I thought you were
1: trapping me there. I didn't yeah, know what no. to say. Um, <laughs> I, I do, I I do just, think it would be better. Cause... I do think I've seen some really atrocious, like off-the-shelf plants. That's like what spurred me on to make my free plan. Yeah. To get people on like something appropriate. So you know. Like, because everyone's different, everyone has different availability. You know what you need to do on these days, where some it's just you only have three days. But well, what do I do if I need to train on the fourth day, or I can, or I just want to, or I only have two days? Um, well, I tell you the the biggest the the biggest part that
0: I've seen in the in well both some ready made plans and the AI coaching is that it doesn't it it quickly can become too hard because there is, the AI is creating optimal uh, sessions, right? So there's there's one session, I can't I remember what it is, and I, I went to do it, and the recoveries were so hard. Now, this is something I've seen a lot, is that you go, oh yeah, cool, so you're gonna do 110% of your threshold, and then you go back to 60 to 70%, which sounds really low, but after you've just reamed yourself <laughs> for the fourth time, you just want to like freewheel or walk, that's
1: what people do anyway
0: or, or walk yeah and then but yeah but if you're on swift yeah you know or if you're on on or if you're uh super type a like well it says i need to run five minute K's, yeah or it says i need it it's like the the Wahoo kickers like fixed me at 200 watts so i've got no other option and and actually, you wanted that just to be a recovery. Well, you if you're
1: a real gangster, you know that if you stop pedaling for a certain amount of time and then you start back up, you can do whatever intensity you want, right? <laughs> yeah, but then they're like it might not like catch back on. <laughs> yeah, then, it's, you, it is and then annoying. And you don't get the yeah.
0: Zwift, you don't get the gold stars. Oh right, mm.
1: I just canceled my Zwift. Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, See, there's all the and then as as well like who's you need the machine learning or for me personal learning on the sessions that I write like yeah. how many times have you gone out with someone or got feedback from someone or done the session yourself? I mean like damn I was telling people to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah I the, um, I really like that feedback because sometimes I'll put a workout I, I try to test most of them. Um, but yeah sometimes I'll get like feedback from an athlete like that was just too hard right and then, I couldn't maintain so that. this is like, where okay cool I'll change
0: coaching because you have human error as well. Yeah. And someone uh, yeah, I've had that for oh, that was incredibly hard and I'll look at it and I'll be like, shit, I that I that was ninety percent that was supposed to be Yeah. You know, like because what I, I did this the other day and what I'd done is I'd input one of my, you know, skeleton sessions. So yeah. it was like let's just say I was four by five minutes, whatever at um kind of at, at zone four. And I was looking at, I was looking at his, his plan. I was like, actually, no, I think, I'll, I think I'll make this like a, a 10 by two. Um, or, or no, I made it 10 minutes, whatever. And, but I left the percentage the same. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, so he's gone off and done like three or four by 10 minute at zone four, when it was supposed to be zone three, which is like just such an incredibly hard yeah. session well, and absolutely
1: smashed themselves. And that's, AI is not going to make that kind of error. Exactly, exactly. And I remember someone told me, because um, they were working on this brake-by-wire system, which is pretty cool. We might have talked about it on the podcast, but um, you think, like, why the heck would I want a bike brake to, like, be electronic? Like, isn't that going to be a risk for me? Yeah. Like, that sounds scary, right? But then you kind of dig into it, and you're like, okay, how does a brake work now? It's got, like, this disgusting fluid that's highly corrosive inside there if you get a little tiny air bubble or a little speck of dirt or you know well it's hydrophilic so it actually brings in water too um if you get any of those issues it's not going to work properly and you need to maintain it
0: that's what, hate, that's annoying
1: heats up yeah he, heat is a really annoying as well because it changes the temperature of the fluid um so all those things really affect it and then okay so okay but do i still trust the wire Mm, I'm not sure because what if the battery dies? So then you dig into it and you did, do some modeling, or you actually do some real tests, and you look at what they've done on train brakes. So uh, some of, of the trains are brake by wire systems, so you know it's electronic, yeah, uh, electronic actuator, and the failure rate is like something I th- think it was like one in six million failure rate, which is. Way less failure than in its typical fluid-based brake system. Yeah, right. So it's better, and it, a brake-by-wire system is better. So that's not necessarily like computer braking system, and I'm sure that'll get there eventually anyway. But that was really eye-opening for me because I'm like, wow, okay, um, maybe it's computers are kind of onto it. <laughs> so with um, obviously like this AI thing is something I spend a lot of time thinking about it, something that keeps me up all, at night based on break case. Yeah. Right? Because what break case does is it looks at all your breaking. So just put on your, your coach's hat here, your training hat, and think about how this could uh, relate to, to coaching. So because what break case does is it looks at all your breaking and says, okay, you break 96 times. These are the three places on the trail where you can improve because of these characteristics on your breaking. So the way we're doing – so then the person can go there, and now we have context to uh, improve these sections. The part that we're building now is the computer looks at these sections and looks at the characteristics of the trail, and you get an actual video that comes up that tells you what to do to get better on this section. That's, yes. that's like the next step, and uh, we're still building that, and there are obviously some challenges. So, uh, But where it's at now, and this is a huge step in the right direction, is someone looks at you riding and says, oh, I th- and I saw this on the World Cup. I watched the World Cup downhill last night, a bit slow because we moved into a new place, haven't had the internet set up. So I was a bit late in watching it, but they were talking about breaking so much and no one's measuring it. They're just saying, You're... this is where they're breaking. Like, yeah. Wow, this is, this is where we're at, right? With breaking, where most people are at, is we're still talking about this is what they were doing, right? And it's kind of like where coaching was 10 years ago, like, well, we don't have heart rate monitors and we don't have power meters, but I'm almost positive Steve was doing this. So now he needs to do this, right? And obviously training's come a long way. Breaking is still at this very basic level. Brake Ace takes it to the next level and it says, well, I don't care what anyone thinks they saw. This is actually what we measured. And this is where you need to go to improve. So... I think these things just take time, but the reason I'm very positive about a computer being able to do it is because we're already working on that for something that people are still just talking about. Yeah. And I know people are working on these computers that can coach you. Um, I think, you know, we'll kind of get there with everything.
0: Yeah, well, that's where, that's where the, the – just at this stage, there needs to be that human interface between what – stride did do well I remember you asked me about it for case was they had uh this um they're not not Venn diagrams was it where it's kind of like a four axis or well, yeah four axis space graph radar plot is what it's called radar plot yeah well, it up. has like muscular endurance and then it has neuromuscular and it has like anaerobic capacity and it has these different so if it's just in a box if you're visualizing it it's it's in a box and there's an x you know like a window just classic window you draw as a kid and each section represents you know the the different um, functions or components of of fitness and because it's running power it's it's not in um influenced by terrain or um or hills or whatever so it can it can see that you have, despite what your heart rate has done, and maybe it's inaccurate because you're using a wrist-based system, uh, for runners. It's it's going to say, well, your power has been constantly below eighty percent of your threshold. You have not you you have not done anything above one hundred and twenty percent, let alone one hundred and ten percent. So your anaerobic capacity is has capacity to improve, and it showed you this very visually. And you could click, and, sh- and it would just go, these sessions are good for neuromuscular. Yes. You know, and you're like, well, awesome. I d- okay, so 10-second sprints with... And it didn't have, at that state. like, they don't even have that anymore. I don't know why, but everyone loved it. But uh, maybe in the back end, it wasn't, like, super accurate or they were having real bugs with it. But what that did was, and they didn't have a lot of sessions or anything, like. Um, but that's where you go okay, so you and I now know that um, you, the athlete, and and I, the coach, know you need to do some things, some sprints. Well, how do we put those in so that it's like, because they're demanding, you know, hugely demanding. And you are building for a marathon, so we still need to keep your, you know, your three-hour-based session. I'm not going to do that a day before. I'm not going to do that the day after. So now where do we, you know, now how do we incorporate it? Well, I don't, I've only got, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, okay, why don't we think about, how could we do a 36-hour rest period of, like, early a.m. versus p.m. session, I guess it can, yeah, a computer could do that, but yeah, it's, it, it could, there's a lot of input,
1: yeah, but, it's, so, the biggest challenge when a computer first starts to,
0: but all those facets are there, right, yeah, so, because yeah, yeah. what you're talking about with break case is that you're first measuring something that's currently not being measured. So that's one thing. But the AI right now should be, I think, focused on helping us interpret the measurement because that's what you're doing.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good point. That still leaves the human to do the job. And um, I was going to say something about that. Um, But, yeah, the, the biggest challenge is, like, being able to put things in bins. So, like, you are able to describe characteristics of everything. Um, and that is that, so like that radar plot, that's what basically what that does. Is it is it like a principal component analysis? Uh, I don't know. That's a big word. <laughs> uh, it's like, but it's, you're able to get a really good picture of this, right? And that's the hardest part because you still kind of need a person to say, Okay, what are these constraints that we need to set up so we can get a really good picture of this? And once you have that, so a little bit like that radar plot, once you have that, then you can actually do a lot because now you can characterize everything. So that big that's the hugest challenge at the start is being able to characterize everything. Exercising is a lot easier because we have these zones and that's a really good place to start. So then it's like, okay, how do we characterize all the facets of it? Use that to, to do training. Um, and then I forget the other thing that I was just about to say, but uh... part of it is the
0: is we're dealing with like complex biological systems, right? So what you want it's, you know, an issue we discussed in our course around zones and threshold. Yeah. Right. So I'm my zone four starts at ninety five percent, or if I did ninety four percent for the whole of my threshold the whole time, am I now? Not going to get any benefit from from that session. Yeah. And similarly, they type you know zone three is considered the, the gray zone, and that starts at around ninety percent. So now, if I was at eighty nine percent, I was zone two, got all the benefits. Of, yeah. And then now I'm at ninety percent. You're like, oh, all right, mate. That's, I mean, that's that's you can plan for that. Yeah. You so you think? as that's a you very, as the that's, coach. Yeah.
1: Would be like oh well it's close enough so we'll let it slide right <laughs> program that in okay that's part of the the program now, um but yeah I think like it's it'll be another hundred years or something before <laughs> the coach is like obsolete I think we still need like the human component whether it's training or whether it's uh, helping someone improve using ace. I still think like the human part is going to continue to grow for at least another 100 years because now we have just access to all this great technologies that anyone can use, and it's really helpful, and we need that person there in our corner to help us through that. I think that's really positive. I don't think uh, in our lifetimes that what we do with people trying to get better is going to go away. I think there's going to be a, a continuing growing demand for what we do.
0: But is I think the, computers
1: yeah. are going to help us. Computers but, are going to help us do better. Well, it would probably reduce... It will reduce...
0: Because part of my... One of my issues with our industry is it's completely unregulated. Yeah. So I could wake up and say, I'm going to be a triathlon coach. Yeah. And I think it would completely... It would remove that because people, like with zero, right, with uh, these, these automated accounting systems it increases the level of knowledge of everybody yeah so they go, well what do i need you for like this is really good i'm not going to pay you but i will pay the person who seriously knows how to reduce my tax bill
1: yes yeah right
0: or to the point where okay this is so complex now because i have you know like we did with steve i have a half trail half marathon and a enduro mountain bike event within two weeks of each other and I only have four days a week to train and one of them is a group ride. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So okay, I can't there's no platform that's gonna be able to program this for me. Yeah. And I don't wanna ask this person who just woke up yesterday and decided they're gonna be a coach and Yeah. So then you go to Will. You go to the you go to the upskilled experts. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, with with what we've been doing with training peaks and the training peaks university. And these continuing education units, which our courses have, yes. with some of these um, these uh, what are what are they? Organizations, national sporting bodies. Yeah, yeah. they are lifting. You know, they are going to be
1: what will be required. So you're saying um, that. What are you, <laughs> you know, sum that up? I, <laughs> you, I, I think you blacked out. That was pretty <laughs> good. I think you're on the right track. Um, yeah. So the the basically, if you're not the best of the best, and you don't know the, all the ins and outs, a computer can do that. Yeah. So you're basically saying, if you didn't take the course, which is worth <laughs> continuing education units, from Performance Advantage Podcast. Called using sports science to train more effectively. If you're not up to that level, a computer is going to do what you do. Oh, as a job, like as a coach. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, kind of, right? Not yet, yeah, not, but it will. Not this week, but maybe yeah. the next week. Yeah.
0: And what about yeah, people, people listening? Like, should they, should they go for it now?
1: Should they be coached by a computer? Yeah. I don't think they're there yet. No. I wouldn't do it. I'd give it a a while (laughs) i wouldn't
0: i wouldn't recommend it at the moment no but
1: but i like every part of me believes that it is going to happen for at least at least like what you said for the like the i think the lower level um coaches that don't know all the ins and outs i think they will be replaced um but the the positive thing here is that like there is going to be increasing demand for people who do know all the ins and outs. And it's gonna be up to you to be found by the people that need someone who knows the ins and outs. Right? Yes. So insert plug for see <laughs> use. But um and that that'll in a way it's like it's everything we hate about capitalism, where like the rich only get richer or whatever. Like so if you don't upskill now with the, the level of information you have, when the computer d- do take that lower level bit, it's gonna be hard for you to cut through the noise because the, the everyone's gonna be filtered to the, I don't know. Yeah, like,
0: well, I I'm, see with um, just the access to knowledge now that ath- there's a lot of noise out there for athletes. Know. And part of, as much as I coach, I also help coaches. So yeah. I have, um, a couple of coaches that I work with who are looking specifically to be able to provide better answers. Yeah. So yesterday, we just I just worked with a coach on threshold. What is it? Why do we need it? How does it represent zones? How does it help us dictate? Because these are the questions they're getting asked and they're going, sure, I don't know. Yep. And then if, if he doesn't know, they go somewhere else, right? They go online and then maybe they go to your website that says all about threshold. i like, well, this guy's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because every, not every, um, lots of these plans, not necessarily just straight off the shelf, but ones you can buy for, you know, you can buy mine for like 40, 50 bucks, right? They've got zones and everything in there. Yeah. So now people are, well, what's this zone system and what's it all about, you know? Yeah. And It's this age of information, right? So, well, like, like all your more. devices, you've got to be on Strava, right? You've got to have your GPS and then it's telling you these unproductive productive zone 3 um you know new threshold and you're like what the hell is my watch telling me you're my coach tell me what what's going on here
1: yeah yeah so. yeah we're still in the age of information where everyone is learning more and everyone's upskilled and everyone knows about power meters now and most people know about using sports science to train more effectively <laughs> but uh, um yeah i think you know, I'm, I'm positive about computers coming in and doing a lot of the heavy lifting, uh, which is good for us because that'll help us reach more people. Because at the at the moment, like working one on one with someone is extremely intensive, um, and we need to do all the stuff that a computer could do, and then the component that only a human can do. Yeah. So we can only reach so many people before it's like, wow, that was that's this is too much, right? So it'll be good for us in the future, because once a computer does that heavy lifting, then we can, you know, work with two times as many athletes, three times as many athletes or something like that. So, yeah. um, All for it. Yeah. Bring it on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, man. Thanks for that. Yeah, cool. Until next time.